Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 946. If you love cars, just keep with it. The cars are doing nothing but increasing in price, uh, the collector cars. And, you know, if you're a car enthusiast, I'm happy that you're out there because um, there's a whole slew of us out there that uh, love cars. Just just keep up the good work and help bring back those old cars. Uh, I know there's a lot of cars in the garages and uh, what we call barn finds and people are bringing them back to life. I do like that. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest in Palm Springs. Beautiful place to be this time of year. Alfred Demora. Hey, Alfred, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Sir Alfred Demora is the founder and CEO of Demora Motor Car based in Palm Springs, California. His company is known for their expertise in designing high-end luxury cars, including the Clinet, Skeptra, and Natalia. Alfred also founded Starbridge Systems, where he developed the world's fastest FPGA supercomputer. And throughout his career, Alfred has built many successful companies in a variety of sectors. And in 2001, Sir Alfred was inducted into the Knights of Malta. He's a member of the Motor Press Guild and the Society of Automotive Engineers. And currently, he's working on bringing back the Colonnay into production. He's launching a cell phone line and he's building a factory in Vietnam, where they will build electric Taxi cabs. So I'm hoping we'll learn a lot about those as we go through the questions here. So, Alfred, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your many careers and businesses and a very obvious passion for automobiles? Well, sure. Uh, and thank you for having me on the show. Yes. The automobiles that we're doing, obviously, is high-end luxury, but we're also now, uh, we're we're considered to be a technology company. I take those technologies, I move them into the cars, and then we can share that through the automotive industry. So, we feel as though we're about 10 years cutting edge ahead of anybody, and everybody says, wow, that's a little crazy. And when you say that I'm bringing back the Clinet, that's very true. But the way we're bringing back the Clinet is very unique, and we're doing an all-hemp car. So uh, Henry Ford did it in the 1940s, and uh, we've perfected it now. And so that's just one of our projects. Wow. And, uh, the Obviously, the um, our Vici uh, currently is our rolling art car, and I know you've seen some pictures of that car. Yes. That's a unique car in itself. Uh, I always felt as though that we needed to have rolling art. And so I created the rolling art, and that's where the Vici was uh, born and, and brought to life. So then, of course, our Natalia, our V16 um, luxury car, which is coming online. So um, that's a little bit about it. A little bit. I tell you, uh, Alfred, you are a guy that has his hands in so many things. I sit back sometimes and go, how does this guy, he must clone himself and have all these different clones doing all these different things because – you absolutely amaze me, and we're going to continue on this journey we call your life. But first, I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra, something that has some meaning to you, and it's a nice way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Alfred, take the wheel. 
Well, yeah. What I say is uh, the road's a long road. Keep yourself focused and go at a very nice pace. Don't speed because you'll get there at the same time. And that's pretty much my quote. How have you incorporated that into the many businesses that you've created? Well, you know, I see a vision on something and I see a need for something. And, you know, you apply that uh, as you go. And um, what we try to do is is just try to build onto what was already there um, and knowledgeable to people, but try to take it further into the next step, meaning our cell phones. So everyone asked me, why are you in cell phones? And I said to them, well, that's the next generation for cars. When I wrote the white paper 13, 14 years ago, and I said to them, cars are going to become computers. You can imagine Detroit said to me, are you kidding me? That's a joke. Mm -hmm. That'll never happen. And today, we're looking at autonomous cars. So our cell phones are going to be running all our electric cars. And then, of course, our all green cars, meaning truly all green from hemp. Yeah, it's just incredible. And I love the way you shared that. It starts with the vision, but life is not a sprint. It's a marathon. And a lot of these business situations, people want to get to that end so fast, they forget what needs to be involved along the way to make that end goal successful. So very nicely said. Well, let's go back in your time a little bit and talk about a story that instigated your passion for cars. Is there a pivotal moment when you look back in your life when you realize you were indeed a car guy? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it started with me as a really young boy, about nine years old, and then it just kept growing and growing. But uh, the thing that really put me over the top was American Graffiti. I think I've probably seen that show maybe 15, 16 times. <laughs> yeah. And, um, you know, today, uh, Bo Hopkins and a few of the other people are, are dear friends of mine. And um, I would have never thought today that uh, I would have known the American Graffiti uh, people. It just goes to show you that, you know, you can come from somewhere and end up somewhere else and you don't know what life's going to bring you. But I've just been really passionate about cars. In fact, when I set out to go to Palm, excuse me, Santa Barbara to build my car, my family thought I was a little crazy, (laughs) you know, because I had no money. I was sleeping on the beach. Um, Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. You know, I sacrificed everything to, you know, have my dream mm-hmm. and uh, my brother said to me i have holes in my jeans i have a leather jacket on i'm in beverly hills and i have a drawing of a car and i said please invest in me i'm going to be the next car company uh and i actually did find somebody to invest in me uh and and beverly hills yeah so uh you never know what life's going to bring you no you don't wow what a story well that's a nice segue into this next question and that has to do with A huge challenge or a huge failure? Someone like you that has done so many things and built so many companies, that is a, that's a roller coaster ride through life. No doubt you've run up against many challenges and maybe some failures along the way. So I'd love for you to talk about one of those that has great meaning for you. But most importantly, it's what these things teach us so we can move forward. So tell us about your experience and how that helped you gain even more momentum in your life and your career. You know, I, I don't know if you call it a failure, but it's definitely a journey on the road. When you are a designer and you're you're building a business, you have to learn the business side of it. So I think early on in my life, the failure was I didn't know about financing, and I had to go out and learn about financing and make the company go work. You know, make the company work. Mm-hmm. We've been in business now for forty years. I have no debt and no partners today. So my theory is uh, partnerships are great, but they're very difficult. 
difficult. Mm-hmm. And so I think the downfall would be as a partnership uh, if it's not a good partnership. Mm. That's You know, this is really important because a lot of young entrepreneurs feel like or they're told they have to go find a partner or they have to go borrow all this money. And many times those things lead to huge, huge challenges and later even great failures. So what would be some advice you might offer? Now, you've been doing this for 40 years. That's a long time. But how about some advice for the young folks out there that are just starting, these young entrepreneurs that have a dream, they have a vision? What are maybe a couple key points you could offer them to help them be more successful in the long run? Passion's everything, and you have to be well-financed. And in today's environment, is a little different than 40 years ago when I got started. And so your VCs are out there, and there's uh, sharks out there that really want to, if you have a good idea, you know, they want to own you. I would say go a little bit slower, build your business a little bit slower, and for God's sakes, don't ever put a lawyer on your board. <laughs> no offense to our lawyer friends out there, but I, I understand <laughs> I understand. Yeah, beware. So listen to a guy who's been there, done that, and has been successful. Well, listen, let's shift gears and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share what I call a career aha moment. It sounds like you've had a lot of those aha moments when the headlights come on and illuminate a new path for you, a new road to take. So do you walk us down one of those aha moments that really had special meaning for you? I think on the Vici, uh, this past recent uh, past car, I call it because we're on to the Clinet right now, but the Vici itself, just true rolling out in production and the way we did it. I had a lot of naysayers out there and you'll find in business, this happens all the time. And usually when they naysay it in the industry, it tells me I'm on the right track. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about this car. Well, the Vici is a very unique car. It's um, going back to a 30 style, which is in our neoclassic division. So we have different divisions, uh, sports cars and our luxury cars. And this happens to be in our neoclassic division. And this car is very unique because what we do is I take the top 100 living artists and what I do... is I get them to come up with a series with me, and it might be one individual car. In this particular case, it's Master Lee Sundone. He's from Taiwan. It took me six months to find the right person that could go on to the car. So you're actually getting a canvas piece or a painting along with the car. So he actually paints the painting. And then I transfer that to the car. We add the uh, accents like the gold leaf and the 24-karat gold firewall. But the car is very unique because it only weighs 2,800 pounds. It's got your your basic LS um, uh, motors in them, Mm -hmm. meaning basic 434 horsepower. And then we have a 565 horsepower. So it's really good on maintenance. But the car itself is really unique. Pictures don't do justice for it. When people see it, they go... My God, this is amazing. And so each painting is different. So each car is unique to the painting. Wow. And, you know, right now we're at $1.2 million. We're talking with other artists. And I feel as though that some of these cars will go between 15 and $30 million. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Could you spell the name of that car so folks that are out there want to Google this and they could take some – see some images of what we're talking about? Sure. It's called a Demora. D-I-M-O-R-A Vici, V-I-C-C-I, and the, the reason 6.2. The reason why I call it uh, Vici, all my cars are named after women, and Vici also means to conquer. Uh-huh. And uh, this car surely surely uh, does conquer. Uh, it's extremely fast. It's unique. You know, everybody would walk up to a car and go, she's beautiful. Yes. And uh-huh. it's a piece of art. Yeah. So. 
I did both of those. Yeah. I made it in. They're all women and they're, and they're art. Wow. Well, this is incredible. I mean, just the whole concept and the way you've aligned everything with the art and the automobile and yeah, uh, 480 to 560 plus horsepower. Yeah, baby. At 2,800 pounds, that thing is fast for sure. Yeah, it's a six-speed paddle shifter. You get in the car, and it's lightning speed. Yeah. It, it truly is. And, you know, I challenge anybody to race me because this thing is set up to go. <laughs> wow. Oh, oh, very, very cool. I'll make sure I put some links on Alfred's Cars Yeah show notes page so you can find some imagery of this car and see what we're talking about. Well, how about a proudest career moment? No doubt you've had many, many over your many years in business, but is there one that stands out you could share well, I, I, I think, you know, um, the supercomputer and the language uh, that, that I developed with uh, Starbridge, uh, uh, coming from a world that I knew that the cars would go into, uh, I had to go in. What I felt is that I had to do was go into a business. If, um, if I was going to know the business, I had to jump right into it. So real big risk for me. Uh, spent a lot of money uh, building that supercomputer and the language uh, called Viva. And that was a, a huge moment for me, and it was a turning point uh, for me in the car business as well. And it's recognized me as not only a car guy, but a technologist. Mm, exactly. You know, when I was at SEMA a couple of years ago, I was talking to somebody at GM, and he said something to me. He said, GM's not a car company anymore. We're a tech company. Yep. And you were seeing that decades ago. and. I would assume there's others in the industry that were as well, but a lot of people, what are you talking about? How can you be saying that? But you're right. When we carry these little devices around in our hands these days, it's incredible what they can do, the power they have. It is amazing. And if you knew what my chipset was uh, like and what it is, and we're uh, actually adding these chipsets into our cars today, you know, the whole world has changed in 10 years. I yes. mean, 10 years ago, we didn't have a phone, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. It's incredible. It's just, it's yes. fun. It's really fun. And for, for folks that are in our age group that are embracing technology, which I think more and more are because it's becoming more and more easier, it's opening up all sorts of worlds. Look at what we're doing right here. You're in Palm Springs. I'm up here in the rain, unfortunately. I should have come down to do this interview live with you. That would have been more <laughs> fun. We could have gone for a ride in the sunshine. But, oh, the, yeah. but the fact that I can sit here and interview people all over the world and then bring it instantly to my listeners – is just incredible, and uh, I, I just love it. I love the way technology is moving. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and uh, go back again in your life and talk about your first really special car. Doesn't mean it's the first car you ever had, but the first car in your life that had great meaning. And tell us a memory or two about that vehicle. Well, I think it was, you know, the first Clinet that I built for myself. Yes, no doubt. <laughs> uh, you know, I remember uh, uh, because we built the car in Santa Barbara and Carpinteria area. And I remember going down the coastline of Carpinteria and say, thinking to myself behind the wheel, uh, dreams do come true. And it was pretty emotional for me at yeah. that point. And you don't realize it because you're working so hard to get to the end result. Mm -hmm. And then when you get there, you look at it and go, oh, my God, I'm driving my own car. Yeah. And, um, you know, coming from a background of a high school education to today, that really meant something. And, of course, that was back some time ago. And every car that I jump into today that we finish, uh, people say to me, uh, how do you feel about that? And I said, I don't know yet. Uh, it hasn't hit me yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't imagine what that must have felt like. And, uh, by the way, a shout out to all our friends in that Santa Barbara Carpinteria area. My gosh, the fires that they dealt with last month, just horrific. And, uh 
our thoughts are with all you folks down there that were affected. Well, is there a car that you've let go that you have some seller's remorse about? Yeah, yeah, there definitely is. What's that? Well, that was my first uh, Scepter, S-C-E-P-T-R-E. Mm-hmm. And um, the um, Scepter is, you know, one of the I won Best Car Show in 1978. And I'm sorry to let that <laughs> first car go. Uh, that was my first, um, you might say, you know, validation that, you know, I was on the right track in 1978. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was in my second year of college in 78, UCSD down in San Diego, La Jolla area. And I, it's funny when I was looking you up and trying to connect with you, I remembered that. And I was trying to remember how did I learn about that when I was in college? Because of course, no internet and news was it was. But I remember hearing about that car. It was probably in a car magazine or something, I'm guessing. Yeah, we had a lot of front covers. Um, we were in the, like I said, the LA Auto Show. We won Best of Show that year. If you, if you can imagine, I went from a uh, kid with jeans to um, a guy that, um, you know, performed something that won Best of Show. Uh, at that time, LA Auto Show was one of the biggest, and if not the biggest at that time. Yeah. So it, it was a proud moment for me because if you can imagine, I'm taking these little pictures, which are back then Polaroids and running down back and forth to Beverly Hills to all the dealers there saying, hey, this is my car. I'm building my car and show them a set of wheels and then a frame and then go through there and then <laughs> give them tickets to show up at the show. And next thing you know, we won best the show. So, oh, man. It was thrilling. Uh, it was exciting. Uh, it was difficult. Yeah. But it was all worth it. No doubt. Well, congratulations for that. I can't even imagine. Man, talk about work. Well, I would love for you to share what's happening today. We're in the new year here. Happy New Year to everybody. 2018. What the heck happened to 2017? Boy, that flew by fast. But I would love for you to share what the many or maybe a few of the projects you're working on now. I know we were going to try to connect last uh, a couple of weeks ago and you're in Vietnam uh, and you're building a facility there. So what are some of the things that have you really excited and fired up for the new year? Well, you know, um, I'll tell you that uh, the Vietnam thing is a wonderful thing. Uh, we're building, uh, all, getting ready to build all electric taxis there designed for the uh, taxi business and trying to be 100% green, and I even call it negative green now. Mm-hmm. And everybody says, oh, what is negative green? Well, we're working on a set of batteries right now where um, we've performed the uh, degradation. There is no degradation in our batteries, so we know that we have the next generation batteries coming online which are going to be awesome wow for for 2018 i'll be uh, showing that but inside the car itself um i'm using demora colors uh demora colors is uh tobacco uh that's a dye and we take like roses and and uh, sunflower seeds and all kinds of different plants and natural plants and we actually embed that into the tobacco and put that into our hemp seats um Hemp is just um, so durable and uh, crazy strong. But the tobacco is uh, an interesting feature also because 
no bugs will get close to it as well. And you're doing everything natural. In today's environment, um, just recently, they passed a law that you can't have these dyes being put into the landfills. And mm. we have a solution for that um, now uh, that we've been working on. The battery solution is another one where we feel as though our batteries um, are going to be three or four times stronger than anything you see on the market, uh, 80% lighter and just a hell of a lot more efficient, yeah. if I can say that. Oh, but, sure. Yeah. No, the, you know, yeah. It, it just, but the car itself overall um, in Vietnam, we have sold um, 20,000 cars in Vietnam to a group there. And uh, we're excited about building the plant there. We want to build a plant here and hopefully all around the world. But um, we felt as though that the introduction for the car can be over there because we had orders. And yeah. uh, it's not every day you get 20,000 orders. Um, no, that's incredible. So, I mean, that's a yeah. huge number. Yeah, that's the start with. And we were looking at 50,000 cars. Uh, for the Ajan uh, area ar- uh, around us. And um, so the Vietnamese government, businesses um, supporting the Demora um, electric vehicle over there has been outrageously wonderful. And of course, now that just as of yesterday, you know, things have changed a little bit with our tax laws and everything. It makes it more advantageable for me to come here into the States yes. and actually launch the business. Yeah. Um, not that I didn't want to. It's just very, very difficult. Yes, absolutely. Well, and uh, yeah, depending on the state you're in as well, they make it even more challenging with all the bureaucracy. So, uh, well, this is really exciting. I, this is so cool. So proud of what you guys have done and what you're doing. And I love the natural concern for the environment as a piece of this. I mean, even thinking about the seats and the dyes and everything about it is absolutely fantastic. Very, very cool. Is there there anything else about the new year you want to share with what you're up to? Well, you know, and one other thing that I'd like to state is that, you know, um, several years back, uh, I created 50-50 antifreeze. And this was from a recycled product. And so... Part of the whole green initiative, you know, was on my mind for over 15 years just because of the technologies and what we're able to do and how much money we can spend to it. It's allowed us to uh, further that. So the 50-50 antifreeze, everyone says, wow, that's crazy. You know, um, who invents 50-50 antifreeze? And they told me I was nuts at the time because I never sell 50% water, but it was half the price ready to use and there you go. So today, it's part of our environment into this particular car itself that we're doing in the Vici. And on, and most cars today, you'll find, you know, you're buying 50-50 antifreeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's just brilliant. Absolutely fantastic. Well, we wish you the absolute best in this new year, both in health and prosperity, which it sounds like you're not going to have any problems there. Well, here's a very introspective question for you, Alfred. If Alfred was a car, what kind of car would he be and why? You know, if I was a car, right, I, I would I would want to be um, uh, probably a Duesenberg. Oh, nice. Okay, very cool. Why a Duesenberg? Well, it's it's got style, it's got luxury, it has speed, um, glamour, and it just you know feels right for me. Yeah. And it's just very interesting cars. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Alfred, up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yow sponsors. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and the interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. That's right. 
1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft has been manufacturing premium quality exterior and interior covers for over 50 years with a stellar reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit over 80,000 patterns and growing. They are the only cover I'll put on my vehicles. You can choose from a wide variety of fabrics, styles, colors, and more. From full cover designs for factory to custom-made vehicles, plus convertible top covers, trucks, truck cab coolers, motorcycles, scooters, ATVs, trailers, campers, personal watercraft, and a wide variety of custom features. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com and tell them Mark sent you. That's Covercraft.com. What's every automotive enthusiast dream? To design and build that perfect garage. My friends at Metron Garage are a group of creative talents who've combined their passion for cars with their careers in architecture. Their service includes unique garage design and state-of-the-art fabrication. They will create the coolest custom garage for you and your vehicles. Metron Garage's system features fully engineered commercial-grade material and structural framing that's stronger than traditional construction. Their designs are pre-engineered to meet your building codes for fast, bolt-together construction. With over 25 years of experience, you'll see a 3D rendering to visualize your custom garage, and the final structure will fulfill all your storage needs. Contact Metron Garage today and begin realizing your dream garage. Go to metrongarage.com. That's metrongarage.com. Garage is built for discerning enthusiasts. Where it's not just a garage, it's where your dream garage comes true. All right, Alfred, we're back and we're entering what I call the last lap. The lightning round here. I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, stay very focused. Ah, yes, there it is again, that focus. Very important. Now, would you share one of your personal habits you believe has helped contribute to your many successes over the years? Being organized. Ah, yes, important. Now, how about a resource? There are lots of awesome resources these days. These little devices we carry around in our hands are just full of resources. But is there one that you'd like to share that you find really important? Well, uh, Google has everything. It seems to me <laughs> that if you need something, you Google it. Um, when it comes to the car business, there's uh, Motor Press Guild and all kinds of different ways to get information. Yeah, yeah. It's just incredible. Now, if I can arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased, who would you like to sit down with? Probably Shelby. Oh, Carol Shelby. Yes, most definitely. Now, over your many years, did you have a chance to ever meet old Shell? Yes. Yeah, yeah, neat guy. Uh, I got to talk to him very briefly once at Laguna Seca. He actually signed a glove box for me of a GT350 Mustang I had. And uh, when I sold that car, I kept the glove box because I thought, you know, that was a pretty neat memory to get to meet him. So very, very cool. Well, how about a book? Is there a book you've read that you think our listeners would benefit from? Uh, the book called The Secret by Rhonda Byron. Oh, yeah, Rhonda Byron. Yeah, that's a new book that's been uh, referenced here. I'm glad it is a new book because I've got a place on the Cars yeah website where there's over a thousand books that are recommended by my inspiring automotive enthusiasts here. I'm glad that you introduced us to that one, Alfred. And I'll remind our listeners that you can find all these great resources, including 
Alfred's website on his Cars yeah show notes page. Just go to CarsYeah.com, type in Alfred Demora, D-I-M-O-R-A, and you'll find everything about Alfred there. All right, you mentioned a doozy earlier, and this last checkered flag question can be a bit of a doozy. I'm going to limit you to one very cool collector car in your garage. I know that's very harsh of me, but let's just pretend for one day you can only have one very cool collector car. But the cool thing is I'm going to buy it for you, so don't worry about the price. That's that's not a part of the deal here. It's more about what's important to you. So if I could give you any car in the world, what would it be and why? 1973 Daytona Ferrari Spider. Uh, yes. Would you like a NART, the aluminum body? Uh, yes. Okay, I kind of thought so. You, yes. You're into lightweight and power. So, well, yes. my goodness. Okay, you kind of surprised me with this, Alfred, because for some reason I thought there'd be some other car on your uh, radar. But what is it about the date? Well, do I even have to ask the Daytona? My gosh, iconic car. But what is it about that car you like so much? It just shows the error of the car and what a car could be. And um, it was an aluminum car at the time. And unfortunately, it's another one of those cars. I'm sorry that I had sold oh, and owned. Ouch. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, probably to finance another business venture. So that's not a bad deal. But uh, yeah, the Daytona. Oh, what a beautiful car. Well, what color would you like yours to be if you could get a, any kind you wanted? Red, of course. Uh, All Ferraris should be red. Rosso red. Okay. Well, I'll uh, get out there and get to work and find you one of those. Now, is is it okay if I drive it from the Pacific Northwest down to Palm Spring? Because that'd be a, quite a nice drive. Yeah, excellent drive. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, nice choice, my friend. Alfred, you have taken us on a great ride today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you a little bit better and learning more about all the great things you've done and what you're about to do. I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Yow listeners would you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off through the desert and that Daytona Spider? If you love cars, just keep with it. Uh, the cars are doing nothing but increasing in price, uh, the collector cars. And, you know, if you're a car enthusiast, you know, I'm happy that you're out there because um, there's a whole slew of us out there that uh, love cars. And um, just just keep up the good work and help bring back those old cars. Uh, I know there's a lot of cars in the garages and uh, what we call barn finds and people are bringing them back to life. I do like that. Yeah, absolutely. And what's the best way for our listeners to learn more about your businesses and follow along with what you're doing? Um, you can go to uh, com. That's one way. Very soon we're being aired on so many different shows currently that we have a newsletter you can go there and sign up on our newsletter and be more than happy to ship out and tell you where we are and what we're doing all right well listeners i'll make sure i have links to all these ways to contact alfred on his cars yeah show notes page just go to cars yeah.com type in alfred i think you're the only alfred that's been on the show which is pretty cool out of 946 people and you'll find his show notes page and links. I would encourage you to follow along with what this gentleman's doing because, oh my gosh, you're like a renaissance man to me, Alfred. You've just got your hands and everything. Uh, absolutely fantastic. Thank you for being so generous today with your time and expertise and for sharing your many automotive experiences with me and the listeners. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you. Thanks. If you own collector cars and still have a little bit of money left over, congratulations. You're ahead of most people, but what should you do with the money you don't spend on cars? Talk to Chris Kimball, Certified Financial Planner Practitioner. 
For over 20 years, he's been helping people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. And he's a car guy, too. Call 253-722-PLAN. Or you can view his website at www.chrisvkimble.com. Make sure your investments are running on all eight cylinders, or 12, or 16. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member, Finra Sipic. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.